everybody. Welcome to Two Dads Talk Games. I'm Michael. I'm Ryan. And I just got a text from my wife. Apparently, my daughter just urinated on my bed. Great way to start this off. Alright, so today we are going to be discussing our top five games of 2016, and we're going to throw in a couple of honorable mentions there. So, the way we're going to do this is we're just going to bounce back and forth, starting at number five, work our way to the climax. And then we will jump into the honorable mentions. So, uh, actually, first thing we're going to do is we're going to deal with the immediate elephant in the room. I yeah, now, yeah, you're, you're yeah. wearing glasses. Yeah. You, I, I've known you for how many years now? I don't know, like 10 plus? No, way more than that. Yeah, no, about 10 or 12. Since you worked in an internet cafe. Yeah, so it's about 12 yeah, years. 12 years. And, uh, yeah, you, uh, yesterday you never, never wore no glasses. Did you? No, I, I went to the optometrist on, what day is it today? A recording today, it's Thursday. I went on Tuesday. They were like, yeah, so you have a little bit of astigmatism in one eye and you're farsighted in the other eye. So your eyesight is constantly correcting itself when you're sitting in front of a computer, which is probably what's causing you headaches. They're like, it's a pretty weak prescription. I picked out some frames. They're like, hey, we got these in stock. Come back in two days. We'll have your glasses ready. Went back today, quite literally five and a half hours ago, and now I have glasses. Sad face. You're old. Nerd alert. No, I'm just... <laughs> it's okay. It could be worse. You could own, like, fake glasses. <laughs> Ooh, the fake like, glasses. You remember my fake glasses? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember them. I remember how you were like, yeah, these make me look boss. Now I have real glasses. How do you feel about that? You look, you look boss? Oh. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, well, uh, let's get into it here. Uh, you go ahead and you start with your number five. Okay, are we doing a snake order? Can we do snake order? I like snake I don't know order. what that means. So, we reverse the order of, like, like a snake. So, like, you started five and I started one? So, I started five, yeah. and then you do five, and then four. So, it's like, so um, round two, you go first. Oh, okay. And then, uh, clearly, you don't do enough fantasy sports. Like I, I don't play any fantasy sports, and I don't play any real sports. <laughs> okay, we'll so, work on that. Yeah, we'll we can we'll we'll try your snake thing out of whatever. Yeah. Snake draft. Snake draft. Point being, go ahead. You go first. <laughs> okay, so number five. <laughs> and I actually have two for number five. Wow, what, um, a, what a way to start. What a way to start. <clears throat> Pardon me. So my two for number five. That I do have sound reasoning for having two for number five. I chose Deus Ex, uh, whatever the new one's called. Mankind Divided. Mankind <laughs> Divided. Sorry, I was going to say Human Revolution, but that was the uh, last one, which was quite good. Um, but yeah, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and Final Fantasy XV. And my reasoning is because I'm part of the way through both, but not really, I would say, nearly far enough to have a good evaluation for which one is better. Um, and, but they feel like both of them are better than, you know, and whatever number six or seven would be. So, uh, they're my number five. Deus Ex, um, if, if you played Human Revolution, uh, the gameplay is very similar. Uh, the story so far is, is equally engaging. Um, I really like the IP of Deus Ex. Did you play no, I haven't any played, of them? Uh, Did any you play the older ones? No. They were on sale, on the Steam sale, on the winter sale, and I was like, I am going to limit myself to 50 bucks. And Far Cry Primal took up a lot of that fifty bucks. Budgeting, yeah, dad well, gamer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when you know, dad's sale comes around, you gotta 
Because we now have to save soon. money for our kids' games. What is this? <laughs> um, so, yeah, the gameplay, I mean, it's got the typical... It's got the... Basically, you can do everything three ways. Stealthy, uh, intellectually, I guess, hacky, or action-y, right? Just shoot people. It's kind of um, like Watch Dogs. Which kind of yeah, has I that guess same kind of. feel. I don't know if you've played that or not. No, see, I haven't played it. It's basically <laughs> the same thing, except the, like... I think it's more open world, isn't it? The, yeah, the bullety version, the non-quiet way of playing a game it's like rocket launch you're like a hacker and you're blowing stuff up with a rocket launcher it's like come on this is a little bit much but anyways i digress you go on (laughs) (laughs) so they're good i think what i like the most about it is the uh the setting because it's set in a the original or not the original the last one was set at the point where people are just starting to get cybernetics and and people are manipulating this in various ways to accomplish things and and turning people against you know, promoting hatred and bigotry and, and, and whatnot and inciting uh, unrest and, and things like that. And so this is sort of a continuation of the plot from the first one, the the or the last one. I should stop saying the first one. Uh, it ends in a big cliffhanger and you get to make the choice. And, and, of course, this game carries on as if you made one of the two choices. So, uh, yeah, it's been quite good so far, but I'm not far enough in it to give it a final grade per se. Uh, and then Final Fantasy XV, uh, the unfortunate part with that is I have to play it on the console, and uh, of course having two children, uh, my older one, Eleven, likes to watch TV in our room of course, um, and then the uh, two and a half year old has to sleep in there and nap in there, so needless to say there's not a lot of time for me to play PlayStation 4 in there, and uh, so I'm only a couple hours into Final Fantasy XV, it's, it's definitely a big uh, divergence from previous Final Fantasy titles, but, uh, you know, the combat has kind of become the main focus of entertainment um, compared to the other ones, uh, and I like that. The combat's really good, so uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of a it, neat, refreshing take on Final Fantasy fifteen. I know your wife plays... Yeah, yeah like, well, I was just going to say, sorry, I don't have Final Fantasy fifteen on my list, but it is so. one of my honorable mentions, but yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. I have... Very minimal playtime. I think I'm about you know ten or fifteen hours. My wife, on the other hand, is a <laughs> hundred and forty to hundred and fifty somewhere and around counting. there, and she's probably going to get mad at me for admitting that out there. But you know what? You play what you love. Right? Probably hit one sixty by the time this podcast has been edited. So. Oh yeah. Well, probably <laughs> by the time we're actually done recording it, considering my daughter should be in bed by now. Um, okay, well, I'll start off with my number five, and apparently my number four as well. Well, yeah, do your number five. So, my number five is Far Cry Primal. Like I just mentioned, I picked it up in the Steam Winter Sale. Uh, I've got about 40 hours logged, and I think I'm about halfway through the game, which is why it's so low on my list. Um, I was going to give the spot to Civ Six only because it's my first introduction to the Civ series, and it's, like, perfect. I can't find anything wrong with the game. But then again, I've never played other Civs. But anyways, I digress again. Uh, can I, I I haven't even gotten to play it yet, and I'm the Civ guy, because yeah. <laughs> I've just been too cheap to pony out the like $90 million that it costs. That's why I bought it on uh, sale. I got a 50% off. I even bought the crappy Civ Five Beyond Earth, which oh, wait, wasn't no. crappy. It was a glorified mod, unfortunately. I didn't buy Civ, Civ, Civ Six 50% off. I got it free when I got my RX 480. I hate you. I got a free promo code. I hate you. That was one of the reasons I bought that card, because I was interested in getting Civ 6, and I was like... I don't know if I mentioned... That's like getting 80 bucks off the card. (laughs) Anyways. It all worked out. It's a good game. I'm the Civ guy. 
So, Far Cry Primal. I really enjoy this game because I've played some of the other Far Cry's and it's obviously totally different because it's Primal. You're not running around with guns. You've got like a spear and a bow and arrow and a club. The so they made the weapons part, worse, and this is apparently better? Well, you're fighting guys that aren't wearing any, like, armor. Well, I guess they're so not So they really made the bad guys armor. worse also, and this is apparently better? They just kind of, like, took it down a notch. Instead of doing a thousand points of damage, you're doing, like, one. And that's all it takes to kill a guy. Because that's all it would take to kill a guy, is a club to the dome. But you can control animals. I have, like, 11 out of the potential, I think 15. And I have to say the best one is you can throw, like, a bee's nest at somebody. Okay, that's... <laughs> they, they swarm in bees. <laughs> that game wins, right and there. They run around, and then the next guy beside him can get infected with bees as well. And you can wipe <laughs> out like a whole camp with a couple of bees' nests. It's amazing. So that's my number five. My number four actually is a bit of an odd one that a lot of people really enjoyed, but it also got a lot of criticism. And it's Firewatch. Firewatch. I haven't even heard of Firewatch. You so it's a really, it's a, it's really short. Like, you can beat the whole game in, like, three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. What type of game is it, then? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's like a story that's being told. I don't know how to describe it. You're, you're a guy who's going through some hard lifetimes, and you sign up for this Firewatch duty, where you quite literally just, like, live in this tower, and in the oh, middle of nowhere. Oh, I saw it on Steam. Yeah, and okay. you watch yeah. out for fires. And the only person you have contact with is a woman on the other end of the radio. And you just go out every day and you, like, explore. It's it's quite linear because, again, it's just it's a story game. It's kind of like a Telltale game. It's like you have to okay. go where they want you to go. But it's just a story of how this guy spends a summer watching for fires. There, there are dramatic elements, too. Like, you fall down a pit and you don't have your rope and you got to climb to the caves. And, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're new to this. We're new to this. Yeah, new. Don't, too, too don't late. castrate us yet. Uh, good game, regardless. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I beat it. Real fat. Like I said, it was like sub three hours. Um, but the story that it told, it really made you feel like you were part of it. And in the end, you you really sympathized with the guy and the life that he had kind of left behind and was going back to. I won't give away any spoilers there, but needless to say, it, it hits you in the feels. It hits you in the feels, man. <laughs> I'm going to say those Telltale, the Telltale style of games, because I guess it's beyond just Telltale. Um, but they really seem to have hit quite a, a good chord, you know, like they, they've got a good formula going. I, I played a bunch of the Game of Thrones one, I haven't quite finished it yet, um, and I heard good things about the Batman one once they fixed the lag in it. Yeah, I was um, going to say, the Batman one seems to be blowing up and, right now. Uh, the Walking Dead one is supposed to be quite good, so, um, yeah, it's a nice, nice to see an emphasis on, on the story and storytelling, so, anyways, uh, so that was your number four. Yep. So on to my number four, probably a more controversial pick here, but uh, Tom Clancy's Le Division. Oh, God. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Go ahead. I waited so hard for this game. Uh, I, I, I pre-ordered it with the t-shirt accidentally on US, uh, uh, you know, the site where you get game deals sometimes, thinking it was in Canadian, it was in US. So I was thinking G2A? I was donating. I don't remember. Um, but uh, <laughs> so I basically ended up paying like 75 bucks US. Oh, which in- if anybody out there is in the US or <laughs> other parts of the world, we're in Canada and the exchange rate is... Yeah, it's like it was basically like $813 Canadian. Yeah, give or take. So, um, But I did get a t-shirt and it is one of oh. my favorite t-shirts now. 
the division t-shirt so um, worth the 800 it's pretty awesome i let my 11 year old he also got so hyped about me being so hyped about it that he had to order it and saved his own money residual hype so the content in it fortunately he didn't really get far enough into it to to get to the point where there was anything i really didn't want him to see i mean he already shoots bad guys in other games so i figured that was that was fine so um but yeah, so that, we played we played a lot of that, but I think everybody kind of got burnt out of it over after a couple months. Um, just to, I I don't know. To me, what made it stand out, uh, especially compared to other MMOs, is uh, probably the two biggest things. Um, the the shooting gameplay was very solid. It felt very smooth. It felt you know even better than some shooters. You know, some shooters, especially some from some small-time companies, or shooting's not the main focus of the game. Like, it just doesn't feel smooth, right? But this was an MMO uh, that managed to pull it off. Uh, the shooting mechanics were great, I felt. Registry was pretty good It was overall. like, it's that, like, I don't know how, it's like over-the-shoulder third-person, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So like, I guess Gears of War style, even though I haven't oh, played okay. the Gears of War games, but it's that sort of style. Um, but yeah, it wasn't hard to get used to that, even as a first-person shooter player. Uh, predominantly so yeah I, and, and the other aspect was they recreated New York just so accurately and on such a true scale like you're walking around such a huge portion of Manhattan that like just walking around the game to me was uh, more entertaining than almost anything I've done in any MMO uh, is just awesome um, I was gonna say yeah I, I read a lot of stuff and I was debating picking up for the longest time like the environment apparently was like or uh, not was is quite amazing like oh, it's unreal Un yeah just absolutely unparalleled um but you know suffers from a lot of the common problems to mmos now is they come out and when they come out they don't have anywhere near the content of any established mmos especially you compare them to wow which may or may not appear later on your list <laughs> um spoilers again Mr. wow player and uh yeah, so, you know, I think we all got a little bored of it because of that. We, we've we revisited a bit and, and had fun. The content's definitely improved. I don't know if it's improved to the point where I'm going to stick with it, but I still think it was a significant uh, accomplishment. Um, I really think to make it work, they need to make the PvP area bigger because PvP is sort of one of the main focuses of the game, uh, whether you really want to or not, and, and just the area got too repetitive. That was the most repetitive part for me, was, was just the PvP area was, I mean, it was like a six by six block radius, basically, or maybe even a little bigger, but it just still wasn't quite big enough to not feel stale. Didn't so. they just introduce, like, a new patch that had, like, a new survival mode in it? Have you checked that out yet? No. I, I hear it's quite good, and it's bringing a lot of the player base back. Like, oh. even the people that were looking at the end game, like, I guess you call it raiding content... Not the PvP, but the PvE kind of stuff. It, it mm. brought a lot of them back to the PvP because it's like you start and you have nothing. You have no gear. You have like a, well, I guess you have like a pistol, but that's about it. And you have to like craft clothes and you get cold and you got to find food. It's like a, it's like a whole King of the Hill like survival. Well, I, I mean, that makes sense because I mean, you're in the middle of winter and whatnot and it, it, you're in a zone with limited supplies. So it, it's a good idea if they, if that's what they've done, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, take a look. Okay, so on to number three for me. Um, and I think this must have come out at the beginning of the year because it, it's not the freshest in my memory. Um, but XCOM 2. I don't know, have you played any of the previous XCOM games at all? I got nothing on this one. This was all you. Certainly one of the greatest 
like strategy franchises, I think, uh, for, I don't know, an excellent hybrid of kind of more action-y turn-based strategy games. Um, yeah, just basically streamlined and took everything that was good about the older XCOM, like original XCOM games, brought it back. Um, but, you know, streamlined the, the grindy aspects of it um, and just just put a new shiny look on it and basically it was essentially a remake of one of my favorite games of all time, the original XCOM. Um, and the gameplay was, it was even better, improved upon. So I just I played the crap out of it until I beat it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, unfortunately I beat it. So, yeah. <laughs> Once you beat it, that's it. The only games I can say that I've ever continued to play after I beat several times... Uh, Skyrim and Fallout 4. Both Bethesda. Right? You Bethesda yeah. junkie. Those are both Bethesda. Yeah. Those are the only two games that I like have beat and then was like, I want to go back and play this again. But that's because they both have a huge replayability. You can play See, completely different. Is it so. sadder that I didn't actually beat Skyrim but just uh, continued to play it? I, I just was... Just you, you must the story do line? all side quests. Ever. But it's impossible though. They they respawn <laughs> or like they re. Well, no, but it, it. there's all the main side quests, right? Okay, yes, the, the non-randomly generated the non- side quests. Hey, there's bandits at this camp. You should probably go check it out. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, no. those bandits Fallout can four, have I did that actually camp. Beat, though. I beat that three times. Um, I did want to beat Far Harbor. It's still on my wish list. Wink. I don't even own it. <laughs> Wink. I feel like you have a birthday coming up soon. <laughs> I feel like you have a birthday coming yeah. up a week sooner. <laughs> yeah, six days sooner. <laughs> Take that. Uh, so, number so three. Don't worry, everyone. His birthday's not Hitler's birthday. Oh, 21st. He just missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. So, number three for me is Doom 2016. I won't go into tremendous detail. Everybody knows this game is awesome. It's, <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted out of... Doom. It's How's running. The multiplayer. I did not touch it. I haven't even loaded it. I haven't patched it. I don't care. It's so good. You. Don't I even care. wanted it for the single player because that's what the Doom experience is. Well, okay, yeah. There are those who are hardcore into the multiplayer or were back in the day. To me, Doom is a single player campaign, and it it did not disappoint. The story was surprisingly good, considering it. You know, it's a run and gun game. Like. What? Where are you going to pull story out of? But they did a really good job. The details, like, it, it was graphically really nice. Better uh, than Far Cry Primal? Because um, Far Cry has always been known really to push the envelope, right? but Doom, Doom 3 pushed the envelope too, so... Like, Far Cry Primal was all about, like, nature and animals, whereas Doom is, like, monsters and you're on Mars. And, well, actually, you're in hell, sorry. A lot of red tones. Exactly. There was a lot of red. And again, like I said, it's the reason why I bought my i5 and the RX 480. Yes, that's right. I bought an Intel chip and an AMD card. Take Some that, NVIDIA fanboys. Blasphemy. But you know what? I'm on a budget. You're on a budget. <laughs> and when you have a budget, you've got to squeeze okay. every penny I think out. I have an AMD card and an NVIDIA graphics card. So, what? AMD chip. Oh, you have an AMD chip and an NVIDIA graphics card. <laughs> yeah. There you so, go. So there you go. There you go. I am equally and oppositely hypocritical. Yeah. Well, I used to be all red. Now I'm red and blue. But that's just because, you know, have, getting into this little bit of content creation, I, I needed a better processor. And there was a huge, huge, huge sale on the i5-6600K that I got from NCIX. Not a sponsor, by the way. 
Um, I got from them on Black Friday for like two hundred and twenty dollars. That's Canadian. That's Canadian. When I and I got screwed over. It's like eight seventy five American. Yeah, I got screwed over because I ordered late. It said there was some in stock, but it got back ordered. So Although, I, I not still for long the... with Trump. <sighs> Anyways, hopefully that'll change. We'll get better exchange. So it got back ordered. So I had contact customer care, and he's like, "I've never ever seen it this low before. You do not want to cancel this order." Because I was debating canceling and picking up the i seven, which was like eighty bucks more. But he's like, "This is fantastical. Just just keep your order. You'll get it." It might take an extra week. And I was like, yeah, okay, my video card's on back order anyways. I might as well just wait. <laughs> wait it okay. out. Glad I did. So now you can play Doom. Now, well, now I can play and I beat Doom. So now I'm doing your weird snaky, snaky... Snake draft. Snake draft. It's not snake a hard draft, concept. Whatever. It keeps it fair. And uh, even, when you have an even number of rounds, which I guess we do with the honorable mentions. So we, go. we go into my number two, which I think might actually be your number... One or number two, or I know it's on your list somewhere, and it's Overwatch. Oh, you're psychic now. Of course. It, oh, are I you know. oh, come on. Troy? Come on. Come on. You are like five times my level in that game. You've reset what twice? I haven't even reset once yet. Don't reset. Anyways, keep... you hit hundred and you roll back up and you start leveling again. Well, I guess it is kind of a reset. It's Anyways. a reset. All right. You've reset twice. I haven't reset yet. I'm like level fifty okay. out of hundred. So what game are you talking about? Overwatch. I already said Overwatch. Okay, how's it number number one on your list? What are you talking about? Well, y- you'll hear my one when I get to one. Okay. Thank okay. you very much, sir. Anyways, Overwatch, everybody praises it, obviously, because it's an amazing game. It's just, I, I don't even know what to say. It took TF2 Revolutionary, and made it better. panty removing, like, just absolutely... Did you just ridiculously say ridiculously? Wait, wait, wait! Amazingly what, 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 awesome. I'm gonna have to listen to this again because I'm goodness. pretty sure you just said panty removing. It does everything, man. It removes panties. It removes old wallpaper. It removes, you know, <laughs> paint that you just can't chip off the wall. That's how glorious this game is for anybody who's it's never like played it. It's like turpentine, CLR, and gin all rolled into one. So, this coming from Ryan, this game will get you time with the opposite sex. And make repainting your room faster. And make repainting your room faster. You heard it here first, folks. Go buy Overwatch for those two reasons. Not because it's a good game, but because it's going to get you some and it's going to make your room look awesome. Anyways, good game. I've always been a fan of team-based shooters. You know that. This one, for me, just it just took it to a whole new level. And I I haven't touched the competitive mode as much as you, but I hear you've got some stories with regards to competitive mode. I had the best game of my life the other day. I was telling you about this, Mark. I was, like, set up for four out of six gold medals. I was playing my best hero, which, for anybody who does listen and plays, is Junkrat. I was just crushing it. And then my Battle Knight crashed. And I got not only got a loss, I didn't get any of those gold medals, didn't get any of the experience, but I also got banned for 10 minutes. I guess that's more of a suspension. I got suspended for 10 minutes, and not just from the competitive play, I got suspended from Overwatch. It's because levers are bad. Levers are bad. Levers are bad. Although, if you can get back in in time, it should put you back in the game, but you probably We were right at the end. We had like 20 seconds left, and I got disconnected. It was like a full circle slap in the face, kick in the nuts. I was sad. And you can ask my wife. I turned around and I was like, <laughs> this is the worst day I've had in a long time, honey. And she kind of laughed at me. And then okay, I've been was, playing really well lately and I am 1 and 11 in my last 
12. Oh, like a boss. Like a boss. I know. I was on a huge streak before that, so I don't know if that's just the the law of averages kicking kicking my ass. Um, But just, uh, I don't know. There's been a lot of of people who don't seem to, you know, really know the overall strategy of (laughs) Overwatch and the basics. Uh, You know, hey, there's a Reinhardt shield. Let's all stand behind it and set up at a choke point anyways so uh, on to my number two no you didn't do your number three I did my number three that was XCOM then you did your number three. Oh, and then I did my number and two see I don't know how two. this works I don't like this system your number you three know what? Two. At it's least okay I, at least I understand how I'm look. on top of things it's apparently I don't understand how it works okay you go ahead the co-host number, is number supposed two. to be on top of things <laughs> that's how it always works oh yeah yeah I just sit here and look good in my glasses apparently okay don't make me go home and get my fake glasses <laughs> I still have them. If we ever do, <laughs> they a, look really good. On if me. we ever do like a live one, like a live stream one, you the first wear, episode, you, you gotta wear your fake glasses. glasses. Yeah, and people, all, okay, as long as you're prepared for the amount of comments and be like, "Oh, that Ryan, he looks so smart. Just, <laughs> he looks so handsome. Oh, it's a shame <laughs> that he has astigmatism or something." <laughs> but uh, so on to my number two. Oh god. Uh, Probably no surprise, um, but uh, Battlefield One. Being a first-person shooter fan, uh, it, it I was extremely disappointed last year. Well, I guess 2015, previous year, by Star Wars Battlefront because it wasn't really a Battlefield game. I was really hoping for Battlefield Star Wars, and what we got was some kind of hybrid Call of Duty Star Wars Battlefield crap in between so <clears throat> pardon me uh, so I was really surprised when Battlefield 1 actually turned out to be really really good um, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of older settings like I, I wasn't really a big fan of 1942 um, and I was a much bigger fan of Battlefield 2 and into the more modern games you know these wars actually happened though right Yes, they're but like, I'm I'm saying the like setting. I don't enjoy the older style weapons. Like I don't, so I wasn't expecting to enjoy Battlefield One that oh, much because okay, I okay. like the more modern stuff, like, like Infinite Warfare, like, where you're in space. That's Call of Duty. That's crap. <laughs> I one know. Duty. I'm, just, I'm just pointing. That's out crap. One out every year. It's of like Duty. it's like space versus a real. They even put duty in the title. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> like. Um, and that's not bound, to say there aren't to some good Call of Duty titles, but I do believe that that even though they're made by separate studios, being forced to pump one out every year just it's exhausting, exhausting the that particular franchise. So I think this was the one that was like actually, that nail in the coffin. Actually. Sadly, I was I was what was the one right before Infinite Warfare was I uh, Future Fighter whatever something like that the but the first one where they had jetpacks and stuff I was actually excited for that because that um, I thought might bring back that Quake Three Arena kind of gameplay because there hadn't really been a replacement game for Quake Three Arena I mean there's Quake Online or Quake Live now Doom know. Three tried. Um, but nothing's really caught on, and I thought something like that might catch on and fill that void. You know, adding that little more fast-paced, arcadey action to Call of Duty, uh, and you know, then further separate it from Battlefield. But it didn't really work from all intents. Uh, the last couple Call of Duties have been pretty poorly reviewed by everybody. So, yeah. um, anyways, Battlefield One, uh, uh, big surprise for me that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, the gameplay is just phenomenal. 
feels a little more streamlined even than Battlefield 4 with the uh, you know the classes and and whatnot um, the map design is just awesome just unreal map design new gameplay modes are really good so anyone who's a fan of the Battlefield 3 Battlefield 4 um, those types of games likes the the big maps uh, just Battlefield 1, give it a go. You won't be disappointed. Uh, I actually pretty much skipped the story too, and uh, oh, all of our friends gonna... were really impressed with the story. I was gonna, uh, I was my gonna... brother loved the story. Uh, everybody was like, oh, and, and it's an interesting juxtaposition because it's a game where you're just repeatedly killing people over and over again. Yeah, but the never story been a single player game. is about the, you know, it really humanizes the, the conflict apparently and emphasizes how horrible it is, you know, how horrible World War One was and how precious life is. <laughs> and then you go and play a game where you just kill people over and over. Well, so I, I heard something like that, but I also heard a huge criticism about it. There's one level, spoilers, uh, this probably lasts about 30 seconds, but uh, anyways... You're in like a metal suit of armor and you're walking up a hill and you like shoot tanks and you're like a walking tank and it's so beyond anything comprehensible. Is that a, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That it just pulls you right out of the immersion. I've heard you that. You don't watch Iron Man 1? People. Come on. Oh, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, but that's intentionally Tony fake. Tony Stark, the everyman. The, I mean, the smartest man in the world, That's intentionally man, but... fake. This is meant to like bring you into the world. War One and like immerse you in the grittiness of it all, and then all of a sudden you are Iron Man. Well, in the in the multiplayer, there are you can pick up the flamethrower and minigun suits where you're in like an armored suit. That's it. That's but, the one. I mean, if a tank hits you, you're still toast. Well, I guess so I don't the, know if the tanks campaign's are designed you, a little different. Then, but I guess. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear any complaints about the campaign. I only heard good things, and and maybe that it's so good overall that. People could overlook one minor, yeah, minor level like that. So, and I think you do have one shooter game though that topped it this year, which leads to your number one. Because I already know what your number one is. Yeah, Left 4 Dead Three. What? No. Or Overwatch. <laughs> but oh, it's like, Overwatch. What? That that came out. I missed that. That would be amazing. We got, when that comes out. By Sometimes the way. Yeah. my uh, competitive mode games feel like I've been Left 4 Dead three times, but um, <laughs> especially lately. Um, Overwatch, the genre blending miracle Jesus game that is Moses in a basket. I think I Someone's managed to offend for, yeah. so many different religions. Someone's going to hate um, on us there for some. Oh, but, well, uh, whatever. Don't uh, hate, appreciate. <laughs> yeah, um, for me, it, it solved my main problems that I had with. Um, MOBA games like Dota and League of Legends in that the games are too long and Dota's not necessarily dynamic enough. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, let's patch it, make it longer. They're like um, 70, 80 minute games now. Well how many times would we log on to League or something and, you know, two or three friends would be playing and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just wait for you to be done and twenty and minutes just, later yeah. <laughs> they're like, Oh, we're still in the middle of the game and it's a pretty even game and so you start a game and and so you just, you just never get to play with them because yeah. they finish halfway through your game and you just keep going like that. So, I mean, just the fact that the average game time for quick play in Overwatch is eight minutes and for uh, competitive is probably about double, about 15 minutes. So, I mean, just that alone, you, you can sit back. You have no problems waiting five minutes to play with your friends. That's yeah, yeah. fine. And waiting half an hour, 45 minutes, that sucks. 
Um, so you get to play with your friends more. You can play Tetris um, while you wait. It's more action-packed. You, you counter things on the fly, which being more of a first-person shooter background for me, I like more. Uh, I mean, I, I like the extra added strategy, but I, I don't like that, you know, you're stuck with it for the whole 45-minute game if if you screw up, right, in, in League of Legends. Or if you're, like, um, doing poorly with that hero, you just have an off day. You yeah, or, or, you know, one person picks a hero they can't really play very well in League of Legends, and it screws the whole team, basically, right from the beginning, whereas in Overwatch... You know, you know, maybe they're like, oh, crap, I'm not doing well on this. Hey, can someone else play X and I'll play Y and that'll work? Like, you can do that. You can talk to people. Uh, admittedly, people don't tend to talk enough, at least at my competitive level. Uh, so I think I think once you get up into to Master and, and Diamond and whatnot, it gets better. But uh, at my level still, you get a lot of, it's pretty random, you know, pretty widespread. The level of team that you can get stuck with, so... <laughs> Oh, God. It was try to communicate, and, but even, like, I think my last four games, I didn't even think the whole team was getting into team chat, so that's just kind of depressing and, and sad. We could probably so. fill, like, a whole episode with bad Overwatch stories. Yes. Yes, we, we could. We won't do that, because that although, would be, like... I will say... Although, that would be kind of funny. Well, I can finish it off with a good Overwatch story. My 11-year-old was playing comp with me. I was like, he may want to come to a, to a land coming up with us. And I'm like, all right, if you get your Reinhardt where you're confident in it, you know, that'll free uh, one of us up from having to play Reinhardt every time. <laughs> Reinhardt's not the hardest hero to play at a competent level. So, uh, and, and he's he's excellent for 11, you know, decent overall. He, he hit the entire other team with his ult at one point attacking Eichenwald. Awesome. That's even yeah. I he was don't so even proud of himself. He's like, I hit all six of them, Jenny. <laughs> and of course, I was fair. I was circling around behind, so I didn't even get to see it because there's that giant thing in the middle of oh, the yeah, way. Yeah, and yeah. also, I just see the aftermath. There's like three guys left and sort of hobbling away from <laughs> the hammer down. So um, it was pretty awesome. He was he was very proud. So uh, maybe we'll end up taking the land after all. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right, and uh, drum roll. Yeah, my number, number one, one. Uh, no surprise to you, it's probably no surprise for a lot of people, being that in the first episode I said I played this a lot, but for me, it's World of Warcraft Legion. Surprise! Um, Hold on, what's, what's, what's you, World of Warcraft? Yeah, give me a break. Um, I've never heard of this You've game. been out, what, two, this is the second expansion? Do a lot of people miss? play it? <laughs> Only, you know, 10 million. Actually, no, I think the subscribers dropped again. I think they're down to like seven, which is still... A lot of people. That's a fair amount of people. That is, you know, it's a couple, you know, it's maybe the size of Vancouver. We're, we're, we're good, don't worry. Um, <laughs> it's like twice the size it, of BC. <laughs> uh, that's what, uh, there's... About twice the size of BC. That's okay, about 20% going. of Canada, actually. Canada's about 45 million people. No, I think, we're, I think we're still under 40, aren't we? Well, there you go, it's even more then. Regardless, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> this one for me has been the best expansion yet. However... Don't you say that every my, expansion? No. Worlds of Draenor was dumb. They okay, that's the, true. I never heard anyone talk about it. They so introduced the garrisons, there. which just became where you hung out. So you'd log on, you'd go in your garrison, you collect your herbs, you collect your ore, you collect your blah, 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 and you just stand there. And since you don't have to go out into the world anymore, except for questing, which you do to max level and then you're done, you just stand around in your garrison. It basically became glorified chat. 
Now so it's kind of like someone was like, oh, we'll make it all easier for you. And it sounded like a good idea and people probably thought it would be a good idea. But well, actually, when it came out, it would just It's because people have been screaming for player housing for so long. This was their attempted player housing. And you could cross zone into each other's garrisons, which was nice. So you could have four or five people there and you could play around or whatever, but there's not much you can do. And uh, so you just end up standing around. But now, with this one, not only have they introduced new artifact weapons and all kinds of stuff, there's now world quests, uh, and you gotta—you basically have to go out into the world. You have to interact with the game world in order to remain relevant in the game. But there are a couple of exceptions. If you're PvP, it's the same. You just queue up, and it sends you into a PvP battleground. That's about it. Although there are bonuses if you do the world quest stuff, even for PvP. And then if you do pet battles, which is just Pokemon, and that's not something I'm interested in, so I don't ever do pet battles. Regardless, I've put a lot of time into Legion, uh, and we're just about they're just about to release the new raiding tier, and I'm switching mains, and our guild leader is not super psyched about it, but he's always got the mindset, play what you like to play, so I don't care. I'm switching. It's going to be fun. That's it. That's my five. That's your. That was your five, right? That's my five. And and just for the record, I quit WoW Cold Turkey. How many years ago? Only two expansions ago. No, three. No, three now. You played. I did not play Mists of Pandera. I played oh. Cataclysm. Okay, so yeah, a little bit of Cataclysm. You're three behind because yeah. there was Mists, Cold Turkey, Warlords, and now there was Legion. It's not to say it's not a well done MMO. You'll be back. But it just it got too felt you, too much like work you wouldn't even know like how to play anymore elder scrolls online is significantly better yeah we got to run through our honorable mentions really fast because we're coming up on the end here uh we're gonna try to keep these between 30 and 45 minutes so yeah look forward to unless that unless you want more yeah unless you want more if the people want more we will listen <laughs> or we will talk uh, oh, I'm confused. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, who listens in the case? Okay, so one of my honorable mentions, you already touched on Final Fantasy XV, I already touched on that. Irrelevant. Same with Civ VI, uh, already touched on that. I'm enjoying it. Never been a Civ guy, so it's quite the challenge. I'm learning. I've actually had to disable a couple of victory conditions because I lose every time. If I allow faith, I just <laughs> lose. And there's another, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, oh, cul- culture. Culture. Basically, two of the, like... Yeah. They'll get it. They'll get I do it. have little faith. It's hard. Honestly, again, not being a Civ guy coming into this, it's To be like, fair, faith is new. Faith was only introduced in Civ overwhelming. 5. Uh, overwhelming. Which I thought was actually one of the best introductions to Civ 5. It's really it hard to combat the AI when you have faith. Because they know it's the easiest way to win. And they all do it. So I can only play against one or two AIs anyways. Like the only thing the I big, ever like, turn off is the World games. Peace victory. Because that's just boring. I don't even think that exists I don't think I've ever in this even... one. There's like world domination, but there's no world. I don't think there's world peace. There's no diplomatic victory. Um, if there is, I've never seen it. Hmm. Maybe that's one of the other ones I've, I disabled quite a few. I'll, I'll teach you the how to do the faith. You you just got to make sure you're on top of the religion stuff. You can do it all in one. I don't know. I there's. I'm still struggling with the basics, so we'll not worry about faith, and I'll figure. I will out teach the basics you the first. core of being ridiculously awesome at Civ. Well, you have to play it first for that to happen. It's, it can't be that much harder than five. Uh, anyways, what are your honorable mentions? I think you already touched on them a little bit. Um, no, I just have the one. Uh, going outside of all of our other platforms for games that we've talked about so far and picking Pokemon Go. Oh, I had that on my list too, but I was just going to forego the Go. But now that you've mentioned it, I guess we might as well. Pretty revolutionary 
pretty fatty, I think. Uh, yeah, definitely seems to have died off a lot from where it was at. They weren't listening to their their player base, and people just got angry, and they're like, this is so dumb, and nothing, blah, blah, blah. And then they added a patch, which corrected some of those issues, and more people came back. But I think a lot of people started to realize, like, this is, I'm just putting money into this for nothing. Oh, I, who put I, money into it? You put money into it? Oh, I, I personally did not. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? I won't lie. I put in $3.99. Oh, you're right. I might I, I might have put in a one-time deal, too. Yeah, I, I put in $3.99, and that was only because I was going out on a walk with my kids and my mom, and it was just like, it was going to be I, like a day. I did like that it was getting my lunch. 11-year-old out of the house a lot. Yeah. Um, and back into Pokemon, because he, he kind of liked Pokemon a while ago, you know, a couple years ago, and then he got out of it. Uh, but then now he's on, after the Pokemon Go, he got a, on a bit of a Pokemon kick, and so, you know, he, he wanted, what, Alpha Sapphire, and uh, now Sun and Moon, so, uh, sorry, Alpha Ruby, I don't know which one of the two he's got, but, uh, um, so that's been good, I think that's a good game for kids, it's a good, it's a good level of strategy where, you know, it can be sort of as complicated as you, you want it to be, for what level you want it to be at, um, so... You know, it's not hard to learn the strategies in it. And, you know, if you get interested in, you can go deeper. Uh, so it's a good learning game, I think, for him, strategy-wise. And, and it's been good. And, and Pokemon's very kid-friendly, you know, PG. Yeah. So. My kid's like, let's catch Pokemon, let's catch Pokemon. They don't have a clue what they're doing or how to do it. They're trying to flick the Pokeball. And I'm like, you got to you gotta slide you your finger off the screen a little bit. You can't just tap it. You can't you're, flick You're teaching it. them the curveball, right? I can't even do that. You're like the dad who can't throw the baseball to his kid. You can throw hey, a baseball. Hey, right? hey, I played baseball for a number of years. Once my son gets to that stage... Is the number more than one? I Yes, the number is more than one. I played T-ball, I was Little League, and then I was minors, and then on our ballpark there was like... Mini ma- minors? Ma- no, it was like... The ma- they called it major minors, and then there was majors. Wait, wait, wait. But again, you played in all the, the way to majors? In the, but in the, the majors in that particular field that I played at was like 15-year-olds. Okay, but I'm saying you played it to that long? Yeah, yeah. So you played more baseball than I did? I was not very good at it, though. So you probably actually physically played more baseball than I did, but I went to more baseball Well, to baseball be fair, when you're playing baseball, you only three people at most are ever doing anything at one time. So yeah, but also pretty, left, left field when you're children... Oh, God. Is like, because everybody swings early. So, Or no, sorry, right field is the worst. Yeah, sorry, right field is the worst. Everybody because... swings early, and I was either right field or back catching. Now, back catching I got, obviously, a lot. But... No, 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 wait. Not everyone swings early. Everyone swings late. No, uh, I always found that more people swung early, because I got no action out in right field. And I was yeah, all no, going left right field, center field. Because people are right-handed. If you swing late, it'll go... No, no, I'm saying people oh, are swinging no, sorry, early. Right. So what? then it would hit it out to the left field. Swing early. Everybody's so anxious. They're children. Swing too soon? No, that's that's weird. Normally, you'd under... I don't know. Anyways. Either way. Maybe okay. Maybe good well, ball players over there. <laughs> we gotta wrap <laughs> this one up. So, uh, that's our top fives each for the year of 2016. Provided we're still doing this, I'm sure we'll have a 2017 as well uh, later. It looks like there's a lot of good stuff coming out this year. It'll be extra surprising if we do it in July. What, July of this year? Our, our current top five? Like, I guess we could do like a mid-year, like, what's going on? But uh, no. I don't know why no, I we're did not that gonna do that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and I'll make sure he never does that again. I felt like Jar Jar there. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, we don't want to come up with an outro. We're just going to kind of wing it every time. Hey, whoa, whoa, Who said, what's this we business? Hey, hey. Maybe hey. I love outros. This was your Maybe right. outros are my mantra. <laughs> oh, God. Does okay. that even make any sense? Is that a, No, that I, does not. Does that, uh, no, definitely use No, nope, we're just going to cut it off there. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you on the next episode. You stay classy, San Francisco. You can't steal stuff like that. <laughs>